Shalom, Shalom, Israel, giving all praise to the Most High and to His Son, Yahweh Shai. Hope everybody's having a blessed day, taking care of their business, um, not letting things of this world affect them on a daily basis in their walk, you know, not allowing for things that's going on in our life to cause us to hold grudges or to allow things to fester or to poison our minds with negative thoughts or emotions um, because when you're negative one thing I notice is that when you when a person is depressed what is one of the major signs of depression what is one of the major signs of what is one of the major signs of depression it's when someone doesn't want to do anything you know, they lay in the bed, they don't want to take care of anything, they don't want to take care of their responsibilities, they have no future sight. But when someone is positive, they get up early in the morning, they work out, they take care of their business, they plan out their day, they're positive about the future. And so when you allow things to fester, you don't prepare and you don't get your life right. But when you stay positive, you'll always be looking for the future. But today's class, the inner battle between spiritual peace and lust. Because inside of your mind is a constant battle between you having peace in your life or you always seeking after the things that your flesh want to look at or want to fight for. Give me Romans chapter 5. I'm going to chapter 8 verse 5. Romans chapter 8 and verse 5. Read. For they that are after the flesh. They that seek after the flesh. They that are after the flesh. See, that they that are after the flesh. When I see that, it make me think about in our day-to-day -day lives. You know, when we're when we're at the we're at the job, at the store, what are the things that we're seeking to fulfill in our mind? Are we seeking to fulfill that anger? Are we seeking to fulfill that jealousy? Are we seeking to fulfill that envy? Are we mind, are we are we looking to fulfill the things that the flesh want to fulfill? Read. For they that are after the flesh read do mind the things of the flesh. Those are the things that are going to be always on your mind. When those are the things that you are after, when those are the things that that you want to fulfill in your life, you want that anger, you want that envy. You want that wrath. You want that jealousy. You want those things. Those are the only things that are going to be on your mind. And that's where that negativity comes from. Read. But they that are after the spirit. But those that are after the spirit, they want the spirit. They chase after the spirit. They want the love. They want the, 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 they want the brotherhood. They want the stability. They want the preparation. They want the... The, the solid foundation household. They want those things. They don't want the jealousy. They don't want the wrath. They don't want the envy. Read. The, thing, the spirit. But they that are after the spirit. Read. The things of the spirit. Those things that are spiritual are the things that they will always be on their mind. Bring it out. So when you struggling inside of your mind, it's really about what do you want? You know what I'm saying? If you struggle in your mind and you finding it hard, to win the battle over envy, or win the battle over your anger, or win the battle over your lust, then you have to look and say, okay, 
well, what do I really want? Do I even want to win that battle? Or do I, would I prefer to lust? Do I like to lust? Would I rather lust? And then if you find that the, the thing that wins is the thing that you feed. See, read. For to be carnally minded. For to be carnally minded, read. Is death. It is death inside of you. Because a lot of us are asleep, you know. A vast majority, 90% of Israel, is sleep. You know. And we walk around sleep, even with fringes on. Even going to the Sabbath day, because... When you are asleep, you don't see the things that you do. You don't understand the things that you are doing. You're not examining yourself when you're asleep. You're only examining the things around you. Read. But to be spiritually minded. But, but when you are spiritually minded, when you have the mindset to look for the things that are spiritual, look for life, you know, look for love, look for brotherhood, look for unity, read. Is life. Is life, read. And peace. Notice how it say, and peace. Now, one thing I know is that when I see a brother that ain't got no peace in his life, that's a brother that is carnally minded. That, because that's what the spirit, that's what the spirit say. When you are spiritually minded, you have life and you have peace in your life. But when you are carnally minded, you have death. And you have the opposite of peace, which is war, which is battle, which is fighting, which is inner turmoil in your mind. But a man that when you see a man and every time you see him, he good, he chilling. He's like, hey, Shalom, everything's fine. Ain't no worries. You know, I was dealing with this, but I'd handle it. You know, he, he not tripping. That's a man that's spiritually minded, you know, but a man that's always going through issues or a sister that always going through issues, battling. Is because they still got that carnal mind. They need to overcome it. Read. Because the carnal mind is enmity with God. Because the carnal mind is the thing that separates you from your God. That mindset of, of wanting to be angry at somebody. Because you feel like if you don't allow yourself to be angry at them, then they got away with what they did. That being the mindset. Somebody says something to you. Now, you have the option. You, you would know in the mind, I should forgive them. But there also is that, that little voice that come and say, nah, because if you just forgive them, then they just got away with it. They don't deserve for you to not be mad at them. They did something wrong. You should be mad at them. That's the only way that they going to get what they deserve. And that's what holds you back. Wanting to get back at somebody. Revenge. Envy. Read. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Read. For it is not subject to the law of God. See, it is not. What is the, what is the law of God? It's love. It all culminates into love. So that carnal mind is not subject to love. Love is not a part of what the carnal mind is. So a man cannot say he loves somebody, but he also holds a grudge. A man cannot say he loves somebody. But he also has evil thoughts towards him. It can't. It, the two are contradictory. One to the other. Read. Neither indeed can be. Neither can it be. Read. So then they that are in the flesh. They that are in the flesh. Read. Cannot please God. We only have maybe 10% of Israel that's really pleasing God. And those 10% is what, you know, like you say, if you look at Abraham. Abraham said, would you not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah for those 10? 
for those 10 sake, for those five sake, for those 20 sake. And the Lord said, I would not, I would not destroy it for those 20 sake. So that means that a lot of Israel is not being destroyed because of those five sake, those five, 10 brothers that are in the spirit, you know, that are loving the Lord and he's sparing us for them. You know, that's that grace, because if we was all wicked, the Lord wouldn't even be dealing with us. See, give me Galatians chapter five and verse 16. <laughs> but sometimes we think because we under that protection that it's because of our own righteousness. You know, we think because Sodom hasn't got destroyed yet, that is because we did something right. That's not always the case. That is not always the case. Sometimes you just within vicinity of somebody that's that's in the spirit. Yeah. Read. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. Read. This I say then. This I say then. Read. Walk in the spirit. See, if you walk in the spirit, walking in the spirit means every day you have to want the spirit. You have to want it. See, some people, they just want it to descend upon them like a dove. And that's all they, they, they don't crave after it, seek after it, want it. They just expect it to come. It's a walk in the spirit. Read. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But see, they, then they ask themselves, why am I always fulfilling the lust of my flesh? You know, I be trying to walk in the spirit. I be, I be, I be, I be reading. I be like wanting to walk in the spirit, you know, but they don't really want it. They try. They, 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 they think they want it. But what they really want to do is they want to feel anger towards that brother in that moment because they have the option. What they really want to do is they want to feel lust towards that sister in that moment because they had the option. See, read on. For the flesh, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit. See, the flesh lusteth against the spirit. The flesh wants everything the spirit is against. Read. And the spirit against the flesh. But the spirit wants what everything that's against the flesh. Everything that's against that carnal mind. Read. And these are contrary, the one to the other. These things cannot mix. That's what it's saying. You cannot say that you are spiritually minded but on a daily basis you have a you have carnal thoughts going in and out of your head and you allowing them to stick those things are contrary one to the other they're like oil and water you can't have a spiritual mind with carnal thoughts right and you can't have a carnal mind with spiritual thoughts because if you got spiritual thoughts it's gonna make that that mind spiritual right. you got carnal thoughts what's it gonna do to that mind it's going to make it carnal. Read. So that ye cannot do the things that ye would. See, the thing is saying you would do those things that are spiritual, but you cannot. Why? Because you give place unto the devil in your mind. You give it a space to sit. Every time the devil come knocking at your door in your mind, you open up a nice chair for it and say, come sit down and rest a while. Instead of closing that door in its face. Read. But if ye be led of the Spirit. But if ye be led of the Spirit, read. Ye are not under the law. See, I'm I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be real with you. We go out to the street corner all the time, right? And what do we tell the peoples? We say, Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. These are the curses that tell us that we are God's children and we have not been keeping his commandments, right? 
How many of us in Israel are still under these curses? With fringes on, in the schools, on a Sabbath day, still experiencing the curses of Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. It says, if you be led of the Spirit, you'll be freed from these curses. You'll be free. But how many of us are still under them? That show you what you that you're not led in the spirit as well. Read. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Now these are the works of the flesh that are manifest. Read. Which are these? Read. Adultery. So a lot of people, when they read these, they skim over them. They read them and they say, Oh yeah, wickedness. These are all the wicked things that you could be doing. But really look at this. Read 19 again. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Now he's saying these are the things that keep you in a carnal mindset on a daily basis and keep you from being the spiritual man at peace that you have the opportunity to be. Read. Which are these? Read. Adultery. So if you find in yourself not able to reach that spiritual man, it's because in your mind you always going through adulterous thoughts. Read. Fornication. Look back at the last week. Have you had fornicating thoughts? Read. Uncleanness. An uncleanness in your mind, in your life, in your voice, in your actions. Read. Lasciviousness. Wicked lust. Read. Adultery. Idolatry. Idolatry. So look back at the last seven days of your life. Have you had instances where you have put things before God? Idolatry. Put anything before God. That's what idolatry is. So have you had instances where you have put anything before God? That is why you cannot reach that spiritual man at peace. Read. Witchcraft. Witchcraft, which is uh, rebellion. Rebellion against this word. When you hear in the word and you turn away your ear from it or you rebel against changing your life. Read. Hatred. Hold on, what? Hatred. When you look at the last seven days of your life, have you had hatred for somebody in the last seven days? And they'll, they won't admit it with their mouth, but they know what hatred is. We all know what hatred is. We all went to the same kindergarten. We know what hatred is. Read. Variant. Variants. Always gotten some problem. Always got some problem with somebody. See? Read on. Emulations. Emulations. Jealousies. This is jealousy. Have you had jealousy in the last seven days? Maybe that's why you can't reach that spiritual man. Read. Wrath. Wrath. Anger. Fury. You know, got that got that violence in you. Got that got that I I gotta be over something. Read. Strife. Strife. Starting problems. Read. Seditions. Seditions. Seditions, dissensions, problems, arguments, issues. Read. Heresy. Going against the word of God. Going against what the Most High God has set up. Read. Envying. Envyings. Read. Murder. Have you spoken against your brother? Have you lied against your brother? Have you in your mind? What are the things that you tell yourself about your brother in your mind? Because that's a that can be murder too. Murdering that man's reputation in your mind. Lying about that man inside of your own mind. Read. Drunkenness. Drunkenness with whatever you may be drunken with. Drunken with your television show. 
drunken with wine, drunken with some people still on drugs, drunken with that weed, you know, could could be could be drunken with junk food, could be drunken with false doctrines. There are many ways to be drunk. Read. Rambling. Ramblings. Read. And such like. And, and, then, and then it's giving you that word and such like. That means it's not just these things. Anything that puts you in that same spirit that these things put you in is also considered those things. You may think, oh, well, he didn't mention that one thing that, I, that I'm doing. It's say and such like. Bring it out. Read. Of the which I tell you before. Read. As I have also told you in time past. Read. That they which do such things. That they which do such things, read. Shall not inherit the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Bring it out. You know, do not the scriptures say the kingdom of God is within you? Right. So when it say inherit the kingdom of God, that means you're not going to bring something forth within yourself if you're doing these things. There's something inside of you that will not come forth because you are doing these things. That thing that's not coming forth, it's peace. You could have peace. You could have joy. But it's not going to come forth. James chapter 4 verse 1. The book of James chapter 4 and verse 1. Read. From whence come wars and, and fightings among you. So Paul is asking, where do wars and fightings among you come from? Where does that contention, that rebellion, that argument that not liking your brother, not loving your brother. Where do those things come from? Read. Come they not hence, even of your lust, that war in your members. He say, don't they come every single war and fighting and rebellious and hatred and wrath and envy? Don't it all just come from the evil lust in your own mind? Don't Isn't that where the seed starts? It always starts inside of that evil lust in your own mind. That starts as that one little word. Mm, he did that. Ooh, she did that. You know? Or, oh, she looked good. Or, oh, I ain't got to do that. Oh, why did he even say that to me? Why those little things? Those are what start wars. Those are what start seditions. See, give me Proverbs 13 and 10. It always starts as that every single war, every single problem, every single hatred, every single battle, everything always start with that lust inside of that person's mind. Read this, I. The book of Proverbs, chapter 13 and verse 10. Read. Only by pride cometh contention. Whenever you see two people, whenever you see two groups, whenever you see two brothers or two sisters just having problems with each other, contention. Something going on, some kind of battle, something they don't they don't like about each other. It all originates from pride. There now you have instances where one person is in the spirit, the other person is is not. Why is that person not in the spirit, and why are they fighting with the person that is because of pride? Then you might have two people that are not in the spirit, and they're fighting with each other. Now why are they both fighting with each other, having issues? Because of pride, neither of them want to come with it to an agreement. Work it out. But when you have two righteous people in the spirit speaking with each other, it won't be contention. That's right. It won't be argument. It won't be problems. It'll be, this is my point of view. 
This is my point of view. Hey, man, we don't agree. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Or let's come to an agreement. Let's look through the scriptures. Let's look at the facts. But it won't be contention, though. Right. With that contention, it always comes from pride. Read. But with the well-advised. With the well-advised. Well-advised. That means men that seek counsel. Men that have fathers ahead of them that teach them. Men that are always looking through the scriptures. Men that do their research. Men that don't go off their emotions. Read. It's wisdom. It'll be wisdom. Because everything in life, like everything, it is black and white. But America has taught you that everything is gray, gray areas. You know what I'm saying? But always when you get to the root of the problem, what do you always find? A seed. You always going to find a seed. You never going to get down to the root and just find more just stuff down there going this way, going that way. You always going to find an origin point. That one origin point. That is the black and white. That is what it is. Boom. It's simple as that. You know what I'm saying? But everybody want to believe they on the spectrum. See, give me Proverbs 17 and 14. Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 14. Read. The beginning of strife is as when one let it out water. See, when you start to have problems, when you start to have contention, it's like when you go and you have a big vat of water and you, boom, put a little crack in it. And that water starts to come out. out. What's going to happen eventually? That crack going to get bigger. And it's going to get bigger. And it's going to get bigger. And the water going to keep coming. It's going to come more. Until eventually all that water spill out of there. It say that is what the beginning of problems. The beginning of strife. The beginning of contention. Read. Therefore, leave off contention. Therefore, don't even put. Why would you even put the crack in it? Some people, they'll put the little crack in it. And they'll say, well, that's all I want. I just wanted to do that. I just wanted to. You know what I'm saying? I just had a problem with that little thing right there. And they don't even realize they just busted the whole container. Because they wanted to start something. They wanted to put their little two cents in. They wanted to have their last piece, the last word. And they start a whole waterfall. Read. Therefore, leave off contention. Read on. Before it be meddled with. Why do you need to meddle with it? People need to meddle with it because of pride. Their pride gets hurt. They can't allow their pride to get hurt. So they always got to be the last one to put a crack in the bowl. They always got to be the last one to put a little chip in the bowl. Because if they're not the last one to do it, they feel like they lost. They feel the pride. They feel their pride get hurt. Until that bowl is empty. And ain't nobody got no water to drink. Bring it out. See, give me James. Actually, read on. My bad. Verse 15. He that justifies the wicked. He that just what it when you in your mind and you rationalizing the things that you do, that's a form of justifying the wicked. Because you have done something wrong, and then you going inside of your mind and saying, Well, I only did that because he did that. I only did that because she said that. I only, you know, I, I wasn't even wrong for that. He shouldn't even did it. He, he even did it. Justifying your own actions. When you the one that's wicked, read. And he that condemneth the just. But then in your mind, you'll make up a story about how they did this and they didn't say that. So they the ones that's wicked. Bring it out. When they were the ones that was just. But you'll never tell anybody that. Anybody, anytime, anytime somebody come to you and tell you, you'll be like, oh, well, that brother, he, he was good. You know, you know, there wasn't nothing wrong. You know, he did what he was supposed to do. But then in your mind, 
But he could have did this. He could have did that. He could have said this. I don't even like him no more. But when somebody come ask you, man, nah, he cool. Because you know you wrong. But it feels so good to hate that brother in your mind. Because you feel like you're getting back at him. At least that brother will never know I hate him. He'll never know. You know what I'm saying? But it hurt him inside. That's the way we feel. Read. Even they both are abomination to the Lord. Those things are abomination. Inside of your own mind, those things going on, that's an abomination to the Lord. That make you an abomination. Give me James 4 and 2. The book of James chapter 4 and verse 2. Read. Ye lust and have not. Hold on. It say, ye lust, ye won't. You crave, you want something, and, and you what? And have not. And have not. Give me Proverbs 18 and 1. It say, ye lust after that thing that you want. You want to have wrath. You want to have anger. You want to have hatred. You want to have the thing, these things, but you have not. You can't have it. Read this, Art. Right? Proverbs 18 and 1. Read. Through desire a man. Having separated himself. He said through his own desire, through his own lust, a man having separated himself. Read. Seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. He seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Read. A fool hath no delight in understanding. And a fool, a fool hath no delight in understanding. Because it's not about understanding for them. It's about getting a one up on somebody. That's right. Or it's about it's it's about saying that they know that certain thing. But it's never about gaining that wisdom. Read. But that his heart may discover itself. He only want to make sure that he right. He only want to confirm. That's why somebody will sift through. They'll they'll sift through a whole lot of information and they'll find that one sentence that say that that say that what they say is right. Right. That's what people do to the Bible, is it not? They'll find that one scripture, God love everybody, John 3, 16. Right. Do not Israelites do that with information today. Right. They'll ignore all the other facts. And they'll pull that one little line dude said in the video. And they'll, they'll, they'll do a whole class on them because of that one little line. That's the same thing as Christianity. Right. See, our peoples are not seeking after wisdom for wisdom's sake. They're seeking after wisdom for strife's sake. And that's why they can never truly gain it. They lust for the wisdom, but they can never have it. Matthew 7 and 7. They lust for the wisdom, ever learning, and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. See, read this, Ark. St. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. Read. Ask, and it shall be given you. See, it say, ask, and it shall be given you. So, we don't take this scripture seriously. Because anything you ask for is going to be given to you. So a lot of people with their mouth, they ask for wisdom, understanding. They ask for, you know, spiritual wealth or wealth in general. They ask for all the things, the right things you're supposed to have. Love for their brother, destruction to their enemies, the kingdom of heaven. But in their mind, the only thing they ask for is, I want to hate that brother. Right you know what I'm saying? In their mind... The thing they ask for is, I want to lust after that sister. I want that. Give that to me, Lord. That's the only thing. In their in mind, in their deepest, darkest, in their mind, 
What they truly want is to have a is to have a grudge against that brother for the next two years. So when you ask for that in your mind, that's what you're going to receive. You don't receive the things you ask for in your mouth. Your mouth don't mean nothing. It's about what you ask for in here. And every time you ask for something in here, that's what you get. You know what I'm saying? So that show you if you're not receiving that wisdom, that's because that's not what you're asking for in here. You're asking for something else. Read. Ask, and it shall be given you. Read. Seek, and ye shall find. That's why you know, when people look for a problem, what they always find? A problem. You know what I'm saying? When people look for peace, what they find? Peace. When people look for love, what they find? Love. When people look for lust, what they find? Lust. When people look for an affair, what they gonna find? An affair. You know what I'm saying? You always gonna seek what you always gonna find what you seek. Read. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. The Lord say, if you would only knock on the door, it shall be opened unto you. So that means a lot of brothers are not knocking. That's all it means. Read. For everyone that asketh, receive it. It say everyone. Everyone that asketh, receive it. Is the Lord lying? Read. And he that seeketh, findeth. And he that seeketh, findeth. Read. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. See, the, is he lying? That's what show you if, you if you haven't found what you think you're seeking for. That means you ain't really seeking for it. You seek it for something else in your mind, and you seek it for something else in your in your lips. You seek it for wisdom in your lips, but in your mind you seeking hatred. That's what showed you. Give me James four and two. Read this. The book of James, chapter 4, and verse 2. Read. Ye lust and have not. Ye lust for the power, for the knowledge, for the wisdom, and you have not. Read. Ye kill and desire to have. He say you, you, you hate. You hate your brothers and your sisters. And desire to have that title. Desire to have that power. Desire to have that wisdom. Read. And cannot obtain. But you cannot obtain it. Why? Give me Sirach 12 and 10. Because we pull this scripture a lot for Esau. You know what I'm saying? But it's like everything negative in the Bible, we always want to pertain it to the other nations. Bring it out. Instead of this whole Bible being written for us. Read. Sirach. Chapter 12 and verse 10. Read. Never trust thine enemy. Somebody that hates you has made themselves your enemy. Even of your own brother. So it say never trust that man that hates you in their heart. That's right. Never trust that. Read. For like as iron rusted. Read. So is his wickedness. He always going to have wickedness in him. It's not just talking about the other nations. Read. Though he humble himself. So that's what he going to do. He going to come to you. He had the most hatred for you, but he always going to humble himself to you. He going to come. He going to be like, oh, what's up, bro, man? I just wanted to pick your brain, man. I know you're so smart. You're so educated, this, that, and third. And the, but in his mind, he got hatred for you. Right he now. say, though he humble himself, read. And go crouching. And go crouching, read. Yet, take good heed and beware of him. That's why you always have to watch people around you, man. The people that you think 
think are showing the most love to you, those be the ones that got the most hate. It'd it be the ones that come and show the month and show the most extra attention and love and all this, that, and the third. It'd be the ones that got the most hate. Read. And thou shalt be unto him as if thou hadst wiped a looking glass. See, the problem with our people is we ain't wiped the looking glass on our own brothers. We don't wipe the looking glass on Esau. Oh, I see you. I see you, Esau. But then when we look at our brothers, we got a bunch of dirt right here. Can't even see. Can't even see the brother right next to you looking at you like with an evil eye. And you looking at him like, what's up, bro? Can't even see him. Read. And thou shalt, and thou shalt know that his rust hath not been altogether wiped away. He's saying you just got to wipe that looking glass. All you got to do is wipe your eyes, man, and you'll see. Read. Set him not by thee. Set him not by thee. That means, he, he, I, would we set Esau by us? So who is it talking about? Who do we set by us in this truth? Teach. Don't it be your own brothers? Right. Read. Lest when he hath overthrown thee. Hold on, what is he going to try to do? Lest when he hath overthrown thee. It say ye kill and seek to have, but ye shall never obtain. It say when he shall overthrow you, read. He stand up in thy place. He going to try to stand up in your place. That's what brothers, why do you think that everybody try to take down the elder? Why? Why don't they just go after like one of the soldiers? Why don't they just go after one of the deacons? Why don't they just go after the captains? Why do they always have so much hatred for the elder? Bring it out. Why? Because they want to overthrow him and take his place. Read. Neither let him sit at thy right hand. Don't let him sit at your right hand. Read. Lest he seek to take thy seat. That's all they that's all they want. They want to be you. That's why a lot of people get close to people. What's the main person that always assassinate the kings in the old movies? It'd always be the right-hand man. Bring it out. The guy who fought to be right beside him, it'd be the one that stabbed him in the back. That's right. Read. And thou at the last remember my word. And then at the last, you're going to remember, damn, I read that in the Bible. I thought that was Esau. I thought it was talking about Esau. It turned out it was my own brother sitting right next to me. Bring it out. Read. And be pricked therewith. And be pricked therewith. You're going to be pricked. And see, it's crazy how the Bible works because he told you right here. And yet 90% of Israel don't even know what this means. And then when it finally happened to them, they're going to remember these words and they're going to get pricked therewith. They're going to be like, damn, I thought I was avoiding that. I thought I was getting out of the way when I when I kicked these all out the house. See? Give me Psalm 75 and 4. Read that. The book of Psalms, chapter 75 and verse 4. Read. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly. Deal not foolishly. Don't do those things. You're never going to succeed. When we be telling brothers, just repent. Just repent. Change your life. Why? Because you already know that that mindset you got in your mind, you're not going to succeed with that. In your mind, you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to be able to, I'm going to be able to, I'm gonna, I could be leadership. I could be the elder. I could be a teacher. I could be all this, that, and the third. And I could be wicked. And I can have hatred. And I can have envy. I'm going to still do those things. And we letting you know, bro, you're going to fail. Just don't do that. Right. Read. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly. Read. And to the wicked, 
Lift not up the horn. Don't lift up your own horn. People be wanting to lift. They, in in their mind, they're the greatest. In their mind, they smarter than them. They more spiritual than them. They understand things better than them. They stronger than them. Everything in their mind. Anytime they see somebody else do something, I could do that better. I could do it better. That's in their mind. They always looking to one up somebody. Every opportunity they get, they trying to do something better than somebody else. Read. Lift not up your horn on high. Lift not up your own horn on high. Read. Speak not with a stiff neck. See, that stiff neck means you can't repent. You can't return around. You can't. Nobody can deter you from going on that wicked path that you own. Read. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Read. But God is the judge. They be wondering why they never get, the, why they never achieve. They be like them supervillains off of the movies. You know what I'm saying? They be having all kind of plots and schemes. Every every week, Monster of the Week, they come back with a new plot and a new scheme and put the lady, title lady up, put her on the train tracks, and they never succeed. Bring it out. And every single time, it come back and it bite them in the butt three months suspension. And they're like, damn, I thought I had it right that time. It is saying God is the judge. That's why you never succeed. Read. He put it down one. He put it down one. Read. And set it up another. And set it up another. Read. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup. See, the Lord, he got that cup, man. Read. And the wine is red. The word. The word. Read. It is full of mixture. See, it's full. It's full of a lot of different things to understand. That wine, man, is full. You can't just drink that wine and think you're about to understand everything in it, man. There's a lot. You got grapes, strawberries, watermelon, rinds, orange. You you sitting there trying to break it down and you can't even. You just like, tastes like wine to me. See, read. And he poured out of the same. Everybody gets the same wine. Ain't that crazy? Everybody gets the same wine, man. Read. But the dregs thereof. But see, the, the, the cutting, the curses, the wickedness, the fornication, adultery, idolatry, murders, wrath, strife. Those things read. All the wicked of the earth shall wring them out. Read. And drink them. That's why they be getting cut by those things. We all drink in the same book. But every time they open that book. Oh, snap. That's me. Every time they open that book, every single time they open the book, they only talking about me. I need to get out of here. Read. But I will declare forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. That's all I need on that. Give me James 4 and 2. But it's crazy how we all read in the same book. And some people will read the book and gain righteousness. And other people will read the book and get condemned. Ain't we reading the same words? Read it. James chapter 4 and verse 2. Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Read. Ye fight and war. Hold on, ye what? Ye fight and war. Ye fight and war in your mind. Read. Yet ye have not. Yet you can't obtain. You can't succeed over that flesh. Read. Because ye ask not. Because ye what? Because ye ask not. Did it not say ask and ye shall receive? So don't you battle every single day in your mind against that flesh, against that wrath, against that anger, against that hatred. In your mind, you know you shouldn't be feeling that, but in your mind, it feels so good, though. And it say you never succeed over it. Why? Because you never truly asked to. 
You never really did. You knew in your mind, you know, if I only really, truly asked God to tell me with this, he would help me. So you never do because you don't want him to. You know, that little bit of anger inside of you is what helps you get through the day. You, that little bit of anger inside of you is what makes you feel like you really got back at that brew for saying what he said. to you. Give me James 1 and 5. The book of James chapter 1 and verse 5. Read. If any of you lack wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom. Wisdom is a very general term. Wisdom applies to everything in your life. Wisdom is street knowledge. Right. Uh, knowledge, architectural knowledge. Being able to discern between good and evil. Being able to know when to treat your wife with, with softness and when to be hard on her. This is all wisdom. Everything in your life includes wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. See, in all you're getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the chief thing in life. So if any of you lack anything in your life, read. Let him ask of God. Let him let him ask of God. Where? Do we ask with his mouth? Or is it up here? Is it what he truly wants? Where is God? Who is God? Do we have to speak the words out, out loud for God to be able to hear us because God has ears and eardrums and he has to receive the vibrations Bring through the air out. to be able to understand what we're saying? Is that God? Or is God within us? Read. If any of you lack wisdom, read. Let him ask of God. Read. That give it to all men liberally. See, he say the Lord give it to all men liberally. Did he say he only give to the righteous liberally? See? I mean, real talk. Did he did he say he only give to leadership liberally? So he's saying he give it to all men, whether you righteous or whether you wicked, liberally. That means, oh, you want to be righteous? Okay, here you go. You want some wisdom? Okay, here you go. Oh, you want hatred? Here you go. Have some of that. Oh, you want lust? Have you some of that too? Oh, you want you you want a uh, you want you want a murder in your in your in your life? Okay, here's some of that. You want to lie? You want to be a liar? Here you go. Have some of that. Everybody gets what they want. Everybody gets what they want. Give it to all men liberally. Read. And upbraideth not. And upbraideth not. He's not in your face, in your mind, in your face, in your life. No, 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 no. You do you. You can be in your mind all day. Hate it, hate, 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 hate. He ain't gonna pop up in the corner telling you, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't be doing that. You do that. You know what I'm saying? And you're gonna have to reap the consequences. Right. Read. And upbraideth not. And it shall be given you. It shall be given him. Read. But let him ask in faith. So, but when you ask him for something, when you saying you want something, say you better ask with your whole heart and your whole mind in faith, in love, in compassion, in the truth, in speaking truth. Let him ask in faith. Read. Nothing wavering. Some people, their hatred doesn't waver. You know what I'm saying? Their hatred for that person, it don't waver. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they get because they asked with nothing wavering. Okay, that's what you have. Hatred. That's what you get. You get asked and you shall receive. You know what I'm saying? But some people, they ask for love, not wavering. I want that love. No wavering. That's what they receive. Read. For he that wavereth 
is like a wave of the sea. Read. Driven with the wind and talk. See, you don't know what you want, so you're not going to get nothing. You don't know what you want. Sometimes you love, sometimes you hate. Sometimes you got wrath, sometimes you want some peace. Sometimes you want to lie, sometimes you want to tell the truth. You don't know what's going on. So you don't receive nothing. You just stuck. Hot and cold. Lukewarm. Read. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. Read. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You don't know what he is. When he double-minded, you can't trust him. Right. One, one minute he like this, the next minute he like this. One day he this way, the next day he that way. He unstable. See, give me James 4 and 3. James chapter 4 and verse 3. Read. Ye ask and receive not. It say you ask, but you don't receive what you ask for in your mouth. Why read? Because ye ask amiss. Because you ask amiss. You don't even you don't even know how to ask. You don't. You thinking because you speak English with your mouth out in the open world that that's how you ask for things? Can we write? Can let me, we we say it all the time on the street corner? Can you write a letter to God? Can you give God a hug? You know what I'm saying? Can you verbally just say God, I love you, and and that's and that's what it is? So why do we think asking works the same way? Does it not all come from within? Read. Because ye ask amiss, read that ye may consume it upon your love. See, everything you asking for, all you want is for your own person. Some people they ask to be an officer only because they want the fame that come with it. Teach. You know what I'm saying? They ask for a better job only so they can go and spend the money on their own lust. Bring it out. You know what I'm saying? They ask for some land only so they can boast and be prideful and. And they, oh, I got some land. That's the only reason they want it. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Asking a miss. That's not what they really want. What they really want is to be over somebody. What they really want is to be envious. What they really want is to be covetous. What they really want is to look down on their brother. So you know what you get? That's what you get. You don't, you don't really want the land. You know what I'm saying? You just want to, you just want to look down on somebody. So that's what you get. You know what I'm saying? You don't really want the new job. You know what I'm saying? You just want to waste your money on things in your own life. So that's what you get. You get a, a, a spirit that can't do no financial stability. These are the things. You get whatever you get. Whatever you really want. What you really want. You know, you don't want to be an officer. You just want people to know who you are. You just want the fame. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you get. But it don't always be the kind of fame you want. Sometimes you be famous for being a liar. You know? Sometimes you be famous for being wicked. Oh, that's that brother we shouldn't be friends with because, you know what I'm saying, he kind of off. See? Read on. Ye adulterers. Ye adulterers, read. And adulteresses. Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Friendship of the world is enmity with God. See? That friendship is all in your mind. Some people have a relationship with their hatred. Some people have a relationship with that envy. Some people got a relationship with lust. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's they friendly visitor that come every day and they greet it with open arms. Read. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world Read. is the enemy of God. Some people don't think of that lust in their mind as their enemy. That's their that's they friend. 
You know what I'm saying? That anger, they don't they don't see that as the enemy. They see the anger as the only thing that really understands them. You know what I'm saying? Read. Do ye think that the scripture saith in vain? Read. The spirit that dwelleth in us. The spirit that dwelleth in us, read. Lusted to envy. He's saying that already in your carnal mind, you already want to have envy. You have to fight against that. If you go with, that's why I, I never understand when people talk about uh, when people talk about uh, common sense or it comes naturally, you know what I'm saying? What comes naturally is going to be that that lusting to envy. You got to go against that and fight to be spiritually, not naturally, spiritually. Give me James uh, Jeremiah 17 and 9. See, because for me, what come naturally is somebody say something wrong to me, I'm supposed to not like them no more. That just come naturally. You know what I'm saying? I have to literally go and change that in my mind. Read. The prophet Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9. Read. The heart is deceitful above all things. See, the mind is, deceit, is the most deceitful thing in your life. You literally can't Sometimes you can't determine between the lies and the truth when it comes to your mind. It'll lie to you and you'll believe it. Read. And desperately wicked. And people don't understand that your mind desperately wants to be wicked. It wants to have lust. It wants to have envy. It wants to have hatred. These are the things that make it feel good. Read. Who can know it? Who can? And who can know their own mind? Who can know it? Very few. Read. I, the Lord, search the heart. The only way for you to know your heart and for you to know the wickedness is for you to know the Lord. Because the Lord knows your heart. Read. I tried the rain. Read. Even to give every man according to his way. Read. And according to the fruit of his doing. That's why the Lord has to try your heart. To give you according to the fruit of your mind. That's why you always, in any, you have anger, you always receive anger. You have envy, you always receive envy. James 4 and 6, you reap what you sow. Read that. The book of James, chapter 4 and verse 6. But he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. Read. Wherefore he saith. Read. God resisteth the proud. Read. But giveth grace unto the humble. That's why you have to get the, God is a the knowledge. God is within you. It's wisdom, knowledge, understanding, peace. It say all those things resist you when you're proud. When you're proud, that's why you can never come to the full knowledge of the truth. When you're proud, that's why you never have peace in your life. When you're proud, that's why you're always making mistakes because you ain't got no wisdom. It resists the proud. Give me 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. The book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, and verse 3. Read. For though we walk in the flesh. Though we walk, though we walk in the flesh, you know, we always struggling with the flesh. Read. We do not war after the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. Read. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. See, every, the battle is always going on up here. It's not the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Read. But mighty 
through God, but mighty through God, read to the pulling down of strongholds. See, a lot of us, we we always want to pull down strongholds outside of us. But how many of us are pulling down strongholds inside of us? Teach. The strongholds of pride, That's right. the strongholds of anger, the strongholds of hatred, the strife, strongholds of envy, of contention. Read. Casting down imagination. Can you cast down somebody else's imagination? The only imagination you have control over is your own. Read. And every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Can you cast down somebody else's thing in their mind exalting above the knowledge of God? Or do you have control over the things in your mind exalting above the knowledge of God? This battle happens within us. All the time, every day, it's raging on. Read. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Can you bring somebody else's thoughts into captivity? No, only your own. This is about you. This is about inside of yourself. But we always want to pull this scripture and say we spiritual warriors for God. For but you don't even fight the war that's going on inside of your own body. Right. How can you fight the war going on outside there? Read. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Only after your obedience is fulfilled can you revenge other disobedience. Only after your obedience is fulfilled. See, we skip over that. It's a when your obedience is fulfilled. For some reason, we skip that. Give me James 4 and 7. <laughs> Read that. The book of James, chapter 4 and verse 7. Read. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Read. Resist the devil. Where is the devil? Who is the devil? Is it not inside of you? It's a resist the carnal part of your mind. Read. And he will flee from you. But some of us embrace that. We embrace the carnal part of our mind because we feel like it's our only friend sometimes. Read. Draw nigh to God. Draw nearer to the Lord. Draw nearer to peace. Read. And he will draw nigh to you. See, it say, if you seek it, you shall find. Is anything in the Bible say, uh, draw nigh to God and maybe he'll come to you, maybe not? He's given you sure things that will happen if you would only follow these steps. Read. Cleanse your hands. Cleanse your hands. Read. Ye sinners. People don't want to admit that they're sinners, man. It's like we come into the truth and all of a sudden we perfect. Bring it out. All of a sudden we just, the, the spitting image of perfection. Even Paul admitted that he wasn't there yet. But Bring he strived for the truth. He strived for the prize. Read. And purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Ye double-minded. Read. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. See, the thing is, we don't take nothing serious in Israel. That's the problem. We always want to joke. We always want to laugh. We always want to have a good time. But when it comes to sitting and looking yourself in the mirror and being real with yourself and saying, damn, I've been wicked today. We don't want to do that. Let's go have another glass of wine and tomorrow will be just like today. That's the way we think in our mind. Instead of sitting down and having that serious conversation with ourselves. Read. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Hold on now. People just want to see. That's what you want to watch out for. Because it said in the Apocrypha, it say they humble themselves before you. And they go crouching. But when they see the opportunity, they're going to try to replace you. It say, if you really want to be that man of God, humble yourself before the Lord. 
not before man. Read. And he shall lift you up. It say he shall. I mean, I, that's one thing that I love about the scriptures is that it say he shall. It don't say maybe. It don't say, oh, well, he, if he feel like it, it say he shall. Teach. This Bible is a contract. And there are things that if you do, these things will come to pass. And on that, we say shalom.